Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, epilogue. Is there anything past the epilogue? Let me see. Uh, just like little notes. Um, okay. Oh, Imagine you're reading a book for a fresh Okay, let's see here. Epilogue, page three, four, six. Well, what did you think of my speech? Not bad for a kid, right? I know, I know. I should never have started a sentence <clears throat> with, as the saying goes, if you give a graduation speech, please stay away from that awful, awful phrase. But all in all, oh, what's that? It's not a speech. You're just surprised, as surprised to hear me admit it outright. You mean admit that I... I, a man of such vast wisdom and experience, not to mention wit, intelligence, taste, discernment, that I, your not-so-humble narrator, pseudonymous Bosch, I was young once too. Ah, well, you knew it all along anyways. The story about how the boy became this man, I am not going to tell it now, but if you can string the words t- volcano, ambidextrous, rhinoceros, spiderweb, mucus, and swim, then, my friend, you are much too, much more inventive writer than I. And I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not going to tell you anything more about the way that Cass or Yo-Yoji or anything else, not right now. I want to protect that little little what little is left of this privacy the midnight sun as you know is still at large and our friends are still in danger but i also want to protect something else your imagination think do you really like when a book or a movie tells you what happens to the characters after the end of a story i don't like it at all usually i get the feeling that the author or filmmaker is just making up the character's fate on the fly is this really what happened i wonder Or did he just want to wrap up things in a nice, tidy package? In my experience, life rarely proceeds so neatly. It has a tendency to go off on on sorts and unexpected directions, which is exactly where I like to go. As the saying goes, there's another side to every story. Whoops. Oh, well, as the other saying goes, do I do as I say, not as I do? If you take anything away from, from our time together, other than a toothache from all the chocolate, I hope it's the sense that what lies on the other side of the story is always a surprise. Whether the other side itself is a secret or whether the secret on the other side is a distinction without a difference. Either way, there's a new secret to discover. The secret is in your hands now. Don't let anyone spoil the ending. Adorable. Cute. And then it says... So you've survived this the ser- the secret series despite my best efforts of dissuade to dissuade you from such reckless reading. I bet you think you're pretty clever now, don't you? Clever as I, you say? That's entirely prepos- preposterous. But I'll give you a chance to prove your cunning skills as you take the place of the author. Write this book. I'll even give you a head start. Turn the page for a sneak peek at Write This Book, available now wherever books are sold. So that's cool. So you kind of get to, like, finish the story yourself. Would you like me to get that for you, Peyton? Uh-huh. Okay. Forward. Imagine that you're reading a book. It's a far-fetched idea, I realize, but indulge me for a moment. What's that? 
you want to know what you're reading, you're reading a book like this one, you know, with sentences, paragraphs, all sorts of things. Where are you reading? Oh, on a plane, on a train, hanging upside down, wherever you want. So as I was saying, you're reading this book and why are you reading it? Ah, who's the writer here anyways? Well, actually, that's the question I'm getting to, but be patient. Maybe you're reading for school or maybe you're reading because your parents are paying. Your parent is paying you. Now that's a good reason to read a book. Or maybe you're reading for fun because you like to read. It is possible. Now, please don't interrupt again. Imagine that you're reading a book, whatever book in whatever location, for whatever reason. Somehow you manage to get through the first few sentences without falling asleep. Oh, there's Peyton falling asleep. (laughs) Without falling asleep. You're even a little bit intrigued, a little bit mildly. Before you know it, you've read the whole page. Then two pages, the book starts to grab you because it's funny or scary or mysterious or because the main character reminds you of somebody you know or because it's about your favorite subject, chocolate. Well, one of my favorites anyways. Or maybe I don't know what you... Maybe I don't know why you like the book. It doesn't matter. You're reading on a roll. Consider, you consider bragging online about it or rewarding yourself with a snack or ascending to the, to the next level on the video game that you were playing. A moment later, but you decide to stick, stick with a, a moment longer. After all, your parent is paying you, right? I knew that was it. You, you'll read another page or two before calling it a night. So then you turn the page to read another sentence and then nothing. The words just drop off like this and it looks like the words are dropping off the page imagine this page is completely blank and this one too and one more just for the heck of it well you get the idea idea frantically you flip the pages almost the entire book is blank what is going on what happened to the story what kind of book is this you start to feel angry you want your money back so what if you check the book out from the library? The money, the library had to pay for it, right? Let's see what did this book cost. Let's see, what did this book cost? What else could you have bought with the, with, have bought with that pricey sum? How many movie tickets? How many candy bars? And for all that price of one so-called book without writing in it, what a rip. Well, I have bad news to share with you. Something like that happens in this book. This is the book that they're giving us a a sneak peek to the next Mm. book. Something happens in this book, not just once, but over and over again. A certain author, whom I won't name, okay me, has abandoned this book and left his readers hanging out to dry. This this is a crime, I admit. I almost part on par with abandoning your child or even your lunch. But there it is. Most of this book, well, I haven't just I just haven't written it and I'm not going to either. Why? Oh, I have my reasons. Big grown-up author reasons. Unfortunately, I can't reveal them yet. Let's just say it's a life at stake, mine, and let's leave it at that. I know you're streaming mad and that you have every right to be before you toss this book into the trash. Consider my message to you. DIY. Do it yourself. That's what DIY stands for. No, silly, not die. I want you alive, but please, no kicking. DIY, do it yourself. I'm offering you the opportunity to write this book yourself. That's right, you. You, the poor, unlucky person enough to pick up this useless pile of words. I'm sorry, I mean the clever person, lucky enough to pick up this delightful piece of prose. You, the reader of this book, shall be the author of this book. Think Think about what that means. The entire world in your control, heroes and heroines, Action and adventure, laughter and tears, <clears throat> all for your, for the taking, or rather the making. 
There might be dragons and unicorns and ninjas and zombies or cockroaches. And those are just the people, you know. Wait until you invent new stuff. This could be fun. It should be fun. In my experience, the more fun you have writing, the more fun your reader will have reading. Hey, what do you say? Haven't you ever wanted to write a book? Can't you tell how many letters I got from reading this, asking advice about writing? Here, how do, where do we get, where do you get your ideas? What makes a good story? How do I get published? Well, here it is. A book written by you that's already published. Just think, it's your book with your name on it. You can even put a picture on the back. I'll tell you what, to sweeten the deal, you might have a few helpful hints. I might even write this ch- a chapter or two for you. Three, I'll write three chapters. It won't be hard. Well, not very hard, I promise. And who knows, you might even learn something about writing while you're writing it. So my dear reader, and I hope writer, I, uh, can I assume you're in? What's that? You want to know what the book book's about before you commit to writing? Mm, normally I wouldn't tell you about the book before you read it. That's what's called spoiling the plot. And in my, wor- in my world, it's a capital offense. However, if you're going to write this book, I suppose it's only fair to give you an idea. This book is a mystery about a missing author. I be anonymous, a writer of mysterious of mysteries for young readers who abandoned a manuscript before it's finished. Sound familiar? Where this mysterious author has gone? Ah, I cannot tell you. Is I be dead or alive? Is he on the run from the law? Is he in the witness protection program? From, uh, was he kidnapped, abducted by aliens? As a new author of this book, you have to figure out what happens to the old author. Without you, he'll never be found. The story will never be told and the book will never be finished. Think of it as the way this book is a mystery novel. By the time the novel itself, but this time the novel itself is a mystery. Call it the case of the missing author. Your, your job is to solve it. Good luck. PB. Cute. Adorable. Well, here. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Mom. You know how um, PB stands for um, Pietro? Bergamo? Sudonis Boss. Oh my Pietro, gosh, you're right! What if Pietro wrote a book? <gasps> And then what if, and then what if, wait, what if Max Ernest wrote that other book? What other book? All the other ones? No, 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 because it says... Oh, the author. Wait, no, 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 it says that there's another book, Bad Magic. Might have wrote Bad Magic. Oh, yeah, that's true, the sixth one. Yep. Dude, cool. Holy cow, we finished it. What do you say to that? I wouldn't. Sorry, guys, but no. we finished it before Halloween. Well, that was the point. We wanted to finish it before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to read some spooky stories because we're still doing spooky season all the way through. Um, also, guys. Through tomo- December 13th. Tomorrow, you guys better have fun trick-or-treating mm-hmm. and throwing up candy. Yeah. Well, we're still going to see everybody or talk to everybody because we're going to get on to the next book. And if you guys remember, where's the next book? I just placed it on your bed, I think. Oh, it's right here. It's called The Graveyard Riddle. And it's by Lisa Thompson. And we just rented this one from the library. So this one you guys can go find at the library for free. But we're going to start this. So see you in the next episode. Peace.